0: Hello, my name is Lisa, and I am a type A personality. This is the Art of Living Well from the Collaborative Body. I'm your host, Lisa Makala. Welcome to the podcast. I invite you to take some slow, deep breaths and relax. Today's a little bit different. Uh, Today's topic is really my story, and it is the story of how I came to be in the profession I'm in and my personal story of how I got here and it's really about acknowledging my secret and unresolved stress and how it nearly ruined my life. It took me decades to figure this out and I did so largely on my own. I battled a number of health issues beginning in my late teens, early 20s, so in high school and college, all the way through deep into my 40s, so decades of issues. And I suffered for years with this sort of never-ending cycle of low-level chronic illnesses. And in my story, I'm going to talk about my background, upbringing, and the prevailing attitudes around me, uh, that I was raised with, and and this really isn't to assign blame or to deflect responsibility. I share it for context, so that hopefully some or much of my story may resonate with you. And I take full responsibility for my decisions and actions. You know, they the cliche is that hindsight's twenty twenty, and looking back, I definitely acknowledge that there were many opportunities to make different decisions and take different actions. The simple truth is that I didn't and I paid a pretty heavy price for that. And I'm sharing my origin story with you now for the following reasons. One is if it resonates with you, if, if you feel like you've been on this path or are on this path, you are not alone. And to let you know that you're not crazy. It's not in your head. It's it's real. And I also want to assure you that it's possible to change the trajectory of your health and your life, to inspire you to look at your relationship with your body and to feel empowered to take healthy action. So my origin story explains why I'm so passionate about helping others get to the root cause of chronic illness, and chronic pain, so that they can create lasting transformation in their health and in their lives. The thing is, you don't have to struggle or suffer like I did. This is an invitation for you to learn from my experience and take action. So let me tell you a little bit about my story. Um, I grew up in a household where academic and professional achievement was highly valued and um, I am a firstborn. I have one younger sibling, a sister. Um, very, My parents were very young when they had me. And I, you know, I had a very sort of happy and regular childhood in the 70s. And, um, you know, we were the last generation that rode bicycles without helmets and, <laughs> and um, you know, played outside under the streetlights in our neighborhoods um, and didn't have computers or electronics of any kind. Um, I remember what a big deal an eight track was when that first came into the household and the first electric, um, uh, adding machine and later a handheld calculator. These were revelations. So that kind of gives you a, a framework for what, what my childhood was like. Um, the medical philosophy in my house was sort of, um, better living through chemistry that when you have an illness or a symptom, you go to a doctor and you get a diagnosis and a prescription for whatever ails you and, uh, and you move on, right? You, you take care of the problem and you move on. And so it's important to understand that now because it sets the stage for, for what I'm about to tell you and, and what, what happened through my life. So um, being a type A personality, I played by all the rules my entire life. Um, was very centered in and focused on high academic achievement in high school, got into a great college, Um, worked my way through high school and college, uh, trying to defer some of the expenses, um, graduated from a very highly acclaimed university with a bachelor's degree, got an entry level job with a fortune 100 company in the automotive industry and began working there. Um, I spent two de- two decades working my way up the ladder, always pushing for that next opportunity, that next promotion. Um, very driven. I was constantly pushing myself. And the truth is I was pretty miserable the whole time. Um, beginning in my early 20s in my first job, um, I was experiencing TMJ, temporal mandibular joint dysfunction and associated jaw pain, headaches, neck pain, etc. I actually recall waking up in my bed in the middle of the night and my jaws were clenched so tightly that I had to use both hands to pry my jaw open to open my mouth. Um and I basically medicated that. You know, I, I took over-the-counter medication and I just kept trucking and basically every few months i was headed to the doctor's office or to see a specialist or to have a test so i'd get i'd get one problem under control and then another one would crop up very shortly thereafter it was it was like a game of whack-a-mole that i just couldn't win and as soon as one thing was under control something new would pop up so um I'm going to give you my list of the things that went on because I think it's important to to see the progression. So in my early 20s, TMJ, dysfunction and headaches. Uh, Later in my 20s, GERD, uh, which is a digestive disorder, um, and also IBS, irritable irritable bowel syndrome. And then that moved into uh, pelvic pain, um, back pain, Uh, Endometriosis, fibroids, uh, PMDD, premenopausal dysphoric disorder, uh, migraines, sinus infections, bronchitis, environmental allergies. And all through that, I was continuing to work full time. uh, In many cases, uh, uh, 60 hours a week or more, Um, being very driven and very dedicated. I put a ton of pressure on myself myself. And um, at the same time, I was on this frustrating merry-go-round of symptom or pain with diagnosis, medication, rinse and repeat. Um, and, and the funny thing is, at the time, I really thought I was taking good care of myself. I was making healthy decisions, I thought, um, but my body kept rebelling against me. And it w- in hindsight, I now recognize it was constantly escalating what was happening. So what started out as sort of manageable things over time, just sort of kept escalating. So while I could manage chronic illness by suppressing symptoms with medication, I found that I really couldn't, excuse me, I really couldn't do that with pain. Um, So pain meds, I started out on low-level pain meds and worked my way up because, of course, my body would sort of adapt to it and it would become less effective. Um, And Uh, the medication started causing numerous side effects. So I left oral medication and went to injections and the side effects from the injections were terrible. And so eventually that became an untenable situation too and, and just a solution that couldn't work for me in the long term. So I was faced with the option of living indefinitely with chronic pain, living like this, and, and I really felt like I had a, almost like a terrorist cell in my body. And I know that sounds like hyperbole. But what was really strange is that I could have moments and days of feeling great and being highly functioning and really enjoying my life. And then at any moment, without warning, my pain would flare up and it could take me from highly functioning to incapacitated. And that was just an untenable situation. So I was faced with the option of living like this or surgery. And um, over the years, this really took a toll on me emotionally. And one day I, I just broke down. I had my first panic attack. I spent two days at home crying uncontrollably. This was after nights of... Many nights of not sleeping much at all, Um, and I really felt like my life was over. I felt so out of control, Um, and and part of it was this this sort of grief and frustration that the life that I was building was really never going to be within reach for me. Um, My health was always getting in the way. Um, So after that panic attack and that meltdown I ended up taking a medical leave of absence from my job Um, because emotionally and physically I had just reached the point where I was incapable of functioning and I was so embarrassed and so ashamed I felt broken I I felt like life as I knew it had ended and I didn't really know what was going to come next um, ultimately, I made the decision to have the surgery. And slowly, I began to put my health and life back together. And one of the interesting things was, while I was recovering from surgery, I had a lot of time to really think about what was going on with my body and what I wanted my health and my life to look like how I really wanted to experience life. So um, that sort of was a pivotal moment. The, The surgery itself was helpful in resolving one of my key problems. There were others that still needed to be addressed. And I came to the realization that my body had really been talking to me for years, for decades, and I had simply refused to listen. It had been so much easier and more convenient to ignore it, to press on, to suppress symptoms with medication, and to simply sort of accommodate to the new normal until it reached a point where I just couldn't. You know, my my body had other ideas. It tried to get my attention with whispers and subtle messages in the form of, you know, relatively mild illnesses, um, and I, I just refused to listen. So my body kept escalating health issues, and I kept ignoring the signs. I kept up with better living through chemistry, expecting that medication was going to solve all my problems. Eventually, my body won the war. It made it impossible for me to continue on the path of denial and neglect. I had to acknowledge that I was not effectively managing my health. I had to acknowledge that I was not managing my stress effectively. I, I wasn't living as healthy a lifestyle as I needed. And I had been in denial for decades. My body forced me back to reality. And the deeper I dug, the more I realized that the source underneath each and every illness and pain was a lot of unexamined emotion and a lot of unresolved stress. And that brings me back to this whole type A personality. The stress, yes, I was in a high-pressure job. Yes, I was in stressful situations working in a male-dominated industry and in a a culture that in the 80s and 90s wasn't terribly receptive to females. Um, Or was, but we were very different than. We weren't, we weren't, part of the team in the same way as the men. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of external pressure, but I really believe that the biggest source of pressure was the pressure that I was putting on myself. And part of that pressure, uh, was not really, not really allowing myself to listen to my body. And, um, when I, when I recognized this, I really, decided to make some wholesale changes in my life. So I made a radical change in my career. I left the corporate world. I went back to school to learn about health and wellness. In 2004, I earned my first certification in massage therapy and opened my first business. And by changing my career, I was working in a profession that... really helped me grow my understanding for myself and for others helping clients with their health and well-being and once i stepped out on this path and began to follow my inner guidance about this career path and these life choices um everything began to shift almost immediately and within six months I was symptom-free and, more importantly, medication-free. And I've been prescription-free for almost two decades now. So I continued in my massage education, and that really opened doors of all kinds to new ideas about health and wellness. And I really became devoted to a holistic health for myself and others. So the story that I've told you is really about my personal experience. And interestingly, as I've continued my massage education and business as a, as a massage therapist and as a holistic wellness coach, I have also seen firsthand how many of us are struggling against our own bodies and our bodies innate wisdom. And I have to tell you, it's just not a battle that can be won. Um, it, it's, it's not a battle that can be won, and it's not a battle worth fighting. I, I learned the hard way that collaborating with the body is the only real way to get lasting relief and heal what isn't healthy in our lives. If we want to really shift the paradigm, we need to look at the source, and we need to resolve the source. And for me, I'm I'm certainly not saying that this is true for everyone, but for me, and for many people that I've encountered and worked with uh, over the last several decades, stress was at the root of it. On a conscious level, at the time, I didn't think stress was as big a problem as it was. I thought I was managing stress well, I was making good decisions, um, but the truth of the matter is, between the pressure I was putting on myself and the fact that I was ignoring the signals and and messages from my body, um, I was really suppressing vital information that I needed to address. And so I've learned that collaborating with the body is really the most effective way for us to get to the root cause and resolve it. Our bodies are our biographers. They store every event, every activity, every memory. So they're these they're these rich living laboratories that we can explore and even and even leverage to help ourselves understand what works best for us. Our bodies are m- miraculously complex but incredibly useful biofeedback mechanisms um, that that we can that we can learn from and really improve our lives. Um, the name of my business is The Collaborative Body because that was sort of the key learning that came through my personal experience and through my clinical observations working with clients. When we're at war with our bodies, when we're, not, when we're ignoring them, um, when we're in denial, when we're neglecting things uh, that need attention, uh, it accumulates. It doesn't go away. We can ignore it, but that doesn't mean it goes away. So how we heal is listening to the body, slowing down, leaning into that inner wisdom of the body to make more congruent choices for ourselves that help us heal and thrive. So I hope my story resonates with you. I hope if, if you saw yourself in any of the things that I said, know that you're not alone. Know that you're not crazy. And it is possible to change the trajectory of your health and life. And the first step to doing that is to really look at your relationship with your body, your relationship to your body, and what is your body trying to tell you? What aren't you listening to? And once you get quiet and slow down and begin to listen, you're going to have useful, actionable information that can help you take action, resolve problems at the root cause, and change the trajectory, change the direction of your health and life. And that's what my wish is for you. That is what my hope is for you. That's why I'm sharing my story. I don't think I'm that unique. I had to figure this out on my own. Um, specialists and doctors were, were, you know, again, this is 20 years ago, and I'm hoping things have changed. I'm hoping that more doctors are more holistically minded. Um, If I can spare one person from going through the decades of suffering and frustration that I went through, then I feel that I've served my purpose. Um, my, My goal is to help people reconcile themselves, have a better relationship, collaborate with their body, learn its secret language, release and resolve issues at their source so that real healing takes place versus simply suppressing symptoms. Because when we are able to get that relief and do the healing work, it opens so many doors of opportunity for increased energy, increased vitality, just a shift in outlook in life and more energy and more passion to really do what we're meant to do. So I hope that this story has been helpful to you, um, or at least given you some, some comfort or maybe some, something to think about at least. And, um, I'd like to invite you to join, um, my Facebook group, The Art of Living Well, The Collaborative Body. There I share content on healthy habits, lifestyle, um, exploring different health issues and practical tips for implementing uh, practices that can help you get a handle on um, your health and wellness issues. You're also welcome to reach out to me um my website is the collaborative body excuse me it is collaborativebody.com and you can get in touch with me there and schedule a discovery call or a consultation call and in the coming weeks i'm going to be launching a six-week stress buster challenge uh, group coaching program and um, that is going to be a great way to get into productive conscious action around reducing stress, increasing your awareness of your body's unique language and beginning to develop that relationship with the body that is collaborative and healing. So I hope that my personal story is of help to you, or at least has given you food for thought and, um, collaborative body is on all of the social media networks. We're also on, um, we're also in clubhouse. So look for us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now clubhouse. And I want to thank you for being here. Um, remember if you're not managing your stress, it's managing you be well. Thanks for listening.